All me. <laughs> yeah, all you. Was it all you? Was it really? Uh, none. None me, I think. Dear, I did. Well, speaking of food, the other thing I've... I've um, one of the last few things I looked up was the um, Makana Chocolate Factory. What's Makana Chocolate Factory? M- like, Makana? Not, not Makano Chocolate Factory, it's made out of like... M-A-K-A-N-A. Uh, Makana. I, I say Makana. Could be, I, I've got Kiwi. no idea how to pronounce it. Uh, it's Maori, I think. Makane? Makane. It's in Marlborough, which okay. is in the South Island of New Zealand, where my, my family is from. Mm-hmm. Um, and beautiful part of the world. Anyway, but they do this amazing like um, chocolate um, peanutty brittle. Which, like, they... I'm a fan of brittles. Yeah, I love a good brittle. Mm. Um, and they send it all across the world, but... Um, uh, I, I've run out of my last stash. I bought last time I was there. I bought like ten so boxes. So they need to do another trip and stuff. Well, now I was looking online as if they do like like online Delivery. shopping. Yeah, yeah. Surely you can get it delivered. You somewhere. can, you can, but it's going to cost me an arm and a leg. And it'll be probably like be cheaper to... for me to fly over there yeah. and go. But I tell you what, it's in the middle. Like so, in Marlborough, it's got like it's kind of uh, if you don't know New Zealand that well, it's just surrounded by you know like think Lord of the Rings, surrounded by mountains, and it's in the middle of this like valley. So you you'd drive in between all these vineyards because it's mm. New Zealand's big wine area. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you just find this chocolate factory and you just go out into the back and there's just these mountains just right on top of you. It's a beautiful, beautiful part of the world. Recommend it. Well, New Zealand's meant to be very picturesque, isn't it? Have you, you've n- you have not been? Never been New Zealand. Have you been New Zealand? Only the South Island. Yeah, well, that's, that's where it's at. I've actually barely done the North Island because my family's all dad's mm. side of the family. Well, now they actually mostly live in the North, but... Um, he, well, you have a reason to do the north now, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're in Hamilton, mm. which is um, I've only had stories, but it's kind of like I guess Bathurst oh. of New Zealand. No, thank you. Yeah, but smaller. So yeah, so I would, I would, I would heartily, heartily recommend that. Plus, the brittle's just really good. Just go purely really good because the brittle. There's um, in Dunedin, but the brittle mm. in Dunedin, uh, which is on the eastern side of the Southern Island. Yeah. is the Cadbury Chocolate Factory. And there's one also in Hobart that you can go to. But you can go and you can pay for a tour through the factory. So they show you, like, this is where this gets made. and then you know, you just, Is it like a Willy Wonka style? Because I think that'd be mad. Kind, kind of. It's less, fana- like, fantastic. But at each point <laughs> along this tour, as we there's went... There's no <laughs> what, uh, nope. what do you mean? Um, slave labor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I went when I was... Maybe I was 10 or something. Like, I have two younger sisters. And when we went, at each room, they'd say, like, this is where it's spun to make Easter eggs. Like, the chocolate spun on the outside of the thing, blah, blah, blah. Now, would you like an Easter egg? So, each room would be accompanied with an offer of a free chocolate, right? So, you, that's part of the cost of it. And my younger sister, who would have been, like, six, took him up on it every single room. So, mum and dad are like, oh, no, thanks. Oh, that looks like an interesting one. Mm. Emily ate everything, right? I would. Well, mm. as a six-year-old, we finished. She went out. We drove away like a kilometer, pulled over, and then she just vomited all of this chocolate oh, straight no. out. Meanwhile, mum's like, mm, this chocolate fish is really nice, <laughs> whatever. Um, so just be warned, if you do go, know your limits. Know your don't, chocolate limits. Don't, don't go crazy. That's right. you gotta, I, you got to pace yourself. I give the opposite yourself. advice. Push through your limits. You can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hang Glass in there. ceilings need to be broken. You're better right? than this. Yeah. You know, be better. You I can win. You can eat two chocolates in each room. <laughs> just taking everyone else's samples and just like this is for me exactly, yeah. everyone should just say yes pocket it because mm. then at the end you go oh okay who wants all these chocolates mm. what else do you have on your list Lucy? okay so I have a few things mm-hmm. I looked up Oman mm. recently oh, the because country. Wait, or, the country or were you just like only... expressing yourself on the internet like oh man <laughs> but you missed a space and then there's yeah. like, oh here's the country yeah, it was just like, a typo oh. yeah. I, so no I was playing a game and we had to name a country 
with starting with every letter mm-hmm. and we got to O and I was like, oh goodness. And O is really hard. And thankfully there's only one winner because you get to O and there's just Oman. Same with Y, only Yemen. Yemen, yeah. So so, so wait, wait, so things like, did you come up with Oman then Google Oman or you were just... No, no. So we constantly got stuck on O then we'd have to stop yeah, yeah. and restart back at A. And I was like, this is crazy. There's got to be an O country. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Do you know a Q? Ah, maybe queues also. No, there definitely is one. I can think of it. I'll give you a hint. A lot of people die building a stadium there recently. It's in the Saudi Arabian area. Like that. Qatar. Qatar is correct. Um, All right, I'm going to do an experiment on you. Uh, and do it it's at home. quite a fun game, <laughs> going so, round. So you're ready for this one? So everyone at home listening, play along as well. So what I want you to do is, pick, don't tell me, but pick a number between one and ten. Ten. <laughs> now, you missed the first instruction there, Anthony. <laughs> you bloody messed you up. You can now leave. <laughs> you're out. <laughs> so try again. Don't pick, let's pick a number between uh, one and ten. Got it? Multiply that number by three. Mm-hmm. Add six. Mm-hmm. Multiply it again by three. Take your time. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got it? Now, add all those digits together. So if you had the number 57, it'd be 5 plus 7 is 12. Mm-hmm. You got that? Yes, you got that? Yeah. So is it if you've got a one-digit number, do you guys have single-digit yeah. numbers? Yes. Cool. Okay, so if that number is greater than 5, subtract 5. If the number is less than 5, add 5. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Now, if correlate that number to a letter of the alphabet. So if like mm-hmm. A is 1 and B is 2 and C is 3, pick the letter of the alphabet. Okay. Now, pick a country starting with that letter. Oh, I've got one. You got one? Yep. Think. Um, see, once you put it on the spot with these yeah. countries, yeah, exactly, yeah. and then you start looking at yeah. it, like, oh, of course. No, see, that's it, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to be stuck here a while. Where, yeah. have, you, where have you traveled? You where are you traveling? Yeah. yeah, I got one. Cool. So think of the second letter of that country. Okay. Yeah. Think of a mammal related, okay. to, like that starts with that letter. Yeah. Okay. Think of the color of that animal. Yeah. You've got a grey elephant from Denmark. Yep. That's crazy. <laughs> is that because we all end up with four? What? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's, is there another country that starts at D? There is indeed. So that's what I was trying. To, yeah. And it's 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 mighty fine and it's mighty sweet. I love a piece of it because it's Djibouti. Djibouti. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So Djibouti, D J O U B I T I. Is that the only other D country? <clears throat> No, Dominica and then Dominican Republic and then... Why didn't I think of Dominican Republic? Then it could have been... Yeah. But everyone thinks of like grey elephant. Ost- ostrich <laughs> and then pink. Things, why do you go straight to elephant? Surely there are other mammals. So there are, there are other ones, but that's like very common. And people yeah. who say echidna, not technically a mammal because mm. it's a monotreme. That's true. That's true. Mm. So yeah, that's a little experiment, a little, bit of, a little bit of a game there. But I'm glad that you found out that there is a country starting with O. And Q, so Qatar. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think you could be able to probably do a ferry letter. No, I don't think there's one for X. Well, let's make one. Let's, let's just get out there and have a go. What, just make one up? Yep. Make up and a where will, where will <laughs> xylophone <it> be? land. <laughs> and that could just be Tasmania. <laughs> well, there's, there's tons of like tiny little countries where people are like, you know what? We're declaring this bit of space a new country. And I mean, if you get enough people and you know support, because really a country is only exists... In context of everyone else, until we, someone else goes, yeah, you're a country. You're not a country. Yeah. Really? So, how does that work? Has that just happened where people just segregate themselves? Yeah, actually, they... yeah. Didn't they? A bunch like, of people from the UK went on some oil rig or something yep. and said we're a new country, and they actually succeeded because a country then recognised them or did something, and then yep. that meant technically they are a country. Yeah. 
I mean, it's, yeah. it's flipping. Like, whole countries and the definitions of all sorts of geography are crazy. But as soon as it's recognized, then it kind of is. Yeah. Which is a whole complication with Taiwan, where you have half the countries being like, no, not a country. And everyone else is like, you're a country. And China's like, mm. So... As soon it's as a you summary of the situation, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's that's essentially it. Um, you know, Tibet, you're a country. China's like, mm. um, China's got a similar role in a lot of these. Yeah, yeah. Um, China just want to own a lot more than they probably do own. That's <laughs> what I'm saying is, if we head into the ocean, find a spot of land, stand on it, declare it as xylophone land, and then tell China that we're a land, and they say yes, then I think we're in. Like, I think we've given a previous track record, they'll say no. No, they'll go mm, yeah. like, in the same yeah. way. As before. So there's no like international body. To say you need to potentially, but we could totally make one. Like if a country changes its name, you're like you need like seven amount of people to be a country, don't you? Or... Well, that's like so you have a village and a town and a city, and you yeah. each have to have a certain amount of people to is become. It, is that true? Though? Rec- yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So, so what then is, a country must be a lot of people. So you've got to have. Yeah, but you have some countries that are tiny that have like. But I don't know where the mm-hmm. country comes into that. So city, you do have to have a certain amount of people, but. So you could then have a country with no cities on it. Yeah. With no capital, I city. think you could you could get around that checklist. Mm. Yeah, it could be countries Actually, like a separate category. Speaking speaking yeah. of yeah. checklist on my list here, oh, I don't have it here. The essentially Czech Republic. <laughs> damn it, I thought I wrote it down. Czech Republic are changing their unofficial name to to Czechia. Czechia. So it's C Z E C H I A. So just easier to say, and it's the same way that technically the name of France is the French Republic. That's its official name, yeah. but everyone knows it as France. So here, it's going to be the Czech Republic, but everyone's just going to call it Czechia. So you're totally allowed to change your name and stuff. So if Australia wanted an unofficial name of Xylophone Land, I'm just saying, it's a great idea. I think we just go Australia. Australia? Yeah. S-T-R-O-Y-A. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Mac And the Arvo. Savo. Yep. Just drop in all these terms. Yeah, story checks out. So there was a, for the election recently, on the election night, someone put in a comment on Twitter, which was, I just dropped a sweet Hanno on uh, a hung parlo and someone was like if you didn't if you went from australia you have no idea what the hell they're saying <laughs> i'm still not sure what he was saying what the hell is a hunno a hundred notes a hundred dollars yeah no one calls never it a hunno yeah a hundo no. hunno yeah. a hundo i've definitely heard a hundo i've heard i've heard yeah. both which ways, is yeah. like a h all in one word yeah, yeah. a hundo a hunno <laughs> yeah learn something new <laughs> search history welcome to the podcast <laughs> What else have you been searching, Lucy? Uh, I have difference between softball and baseball. Is there one? I've done some research. I'm not sure that there is. Underarm and overarm? No, one's ball soft and one ball's base. So that's basically <laughs> it. I think, actually, are the balls different? I think they are. Is that, is that the only difference? We've created think, two no, on, exactly the same identical talking, sports. I think softball is meant to be, I think the ball's bigger and I think it's softer. Did you just say that? The ball, I believe, is softer. <laughs> Therefore, let's call it ball of soft. Well, well that's, 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 that's what I think they came up with. In yeah. this one, they reduced the treble. Therefore, <laughs> there is more base. We call it baseball. <laughs> Reduce the treble. Just get lower it's notes. It's too tinny in here. <laughs> it's, the dumbest. it's not even spelled the same way. <laughs> Better than basketball, which is where you use a fish instead of a bat. You know, it didn't catch on. No. Yeah. <laughs> hey, stacks on. <laughs> um, so wait, you're telling us that you went and researched it and you don't have an answer? No, what, I'm, I'm... Was there a conclusive answer? or it? Because if you don't have an answer, then I, the I whole couldn't find format a... break, breaks down. Gosh, like, now I'm gonna... <laughs> podcast just falls into shambles. We have no... Like, that's a pivot point. So, search it now. You guys chat away. Hey, Anthony, how are you going? <laughs> yeah, pretty good, thanks, man. How are you? Yeah. Good. Um, 
I don't know how to at talk to you. At youth level, the bats, <laughs> the bats are interchangeable. Okay. Baseball and softball are nearly identical in many respects, but, you know, it's a few major differences. Pitching. But that's it. <laughs> but there are differences. So We're not telling you are. what they are. Pitch, pitching area is different. Minor. That's a minor difference. Okay. Yeah, I'd say it's minor. Distance from pitcher's area to home plate. Also minor. Mm. Base paths. Don't know what that is. Minor. Could Field it be like size. Diamond. <laughs> different shape. Or? Yeah, maybe. No, it's just like several feet shorter than those in baseball. Just the actual base plates are just oh. a little bit smaller. Do you minor. Reckon, so minor one, difference. Yeah. Which one's smaller? I think softball. So do you reckon the baseballs are like, hey, short feet or like calling out insults to the other ones? Why was softball the bats, invented? The bats are interchangeable. The field size is almost the same size. The only thing that's slightly different is the size of the ball. So why were these two things created? Is this something like where we had two different leagues, like a union and league type equivalent? So you had softball and baseball. And but they union and league have stuff? different rules. Well, I mean, yeah. these have minor differences. Do they have the same rules? Yeah. I would say then maybe it's kind of like just like, the, like two people make them at the same time. Like Two different countries? Mm. Oh, no, I feel as though they both must be US. Do you if, think two people just had an argument and they're like, well, I'm going to make my ball slightly bigger? And well, then yeah. I've done, I, the number of times I've heard that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stick to sport. <laughs> it is a sport. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe it was just an argument between two, the creator of baseball and softball. I can't mm. believe there's such minor differences considering... Wait such too, distinct sports. Yes. Wait till you get into Catholicism and Anglicism and all of the different, like, there are isms. so many instances where you've got, yeah, isms. <laughs> ism, 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 ism. Um, Some isms are very different. Like Buddhism. And existentialism. Sagism. And Pastafarianism. <laughs> Sagism. <just> name the isms. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to name isms. All together now. Is a prism an ism? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's prismism. Now, how many faces are on a prism, Anthony? <laughs> uh, I don't know. He can't see them, you, so he doesn't, yeah, know. doesn't yeah. believe they have any faces. <laughs> you show me a prism. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know. I don't have any faces. <laughs> there is no face. <laughs> well, I know there's two faces. Damn bitches. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, Use the word wrong. Shut you down. <laughs> All right, well, we don't know the answer to that one. <laughs> so oh, I'm really yeah, disappointed yeah. you shed no light on my qualm. We know as if we know everything and you come yeah. to us like some kind of oracle. We yeah. just answer every question. We are not the Google machine. Yeah, <laughs> the Google is the Google machine. Oh. Uh, well, we, okay, and so is there anything there that has spiked any interest that maybe I do have an answer for? Um, well, I mean, you've got two here, which you want to say for when Lucy was here. Because they're both a bit scientific-y. Why does everyone have a distinct smell? Mmm. Lucy, do you know why everyone has a different spell? Do you know the answer? Are you trying to outscore me? <clears throat> I'm not trying to outscore you. It's just kind of like I thought. Well, maybe he's Googled it, so he's already got the home field. I, I, I know there. I've not done like a very, very short amount of Googling. Short? A very small amount oh, of Googling. I, so I would assume that it's got something to do with at a genetic level, we all produce certain amounts of hormones mm-hmm. and then it's mixed in with everyone has normal flora, so levels of bacteria all over your body. Mm-hmm. So a combination of specific types of bacteria and hormones yeah there's a thing called i've got no idea so i <laughs> i would say those two pay a there's, part there's something See, called that like sounds a, right <laughs> uh, there's a thing called a hnc which was like a specific type of it had to do with genetics like how you were built in that way and it was all to do with sweat for the most part like the most reason you smell is because of what you sweat and so therefore it's whatever no so the in. most reason you smell is actually the bacteria mixing with the sweat there you go right so 
But another thing was food, right? They were questioning whether or not food was impacting it. Like if you eat a lot of like a specific type of food, do you smell that way? And they did an experiment of rats, classic scientists with their bloody rats. They just love them. Rats and mice. Uh, you <laughs> psychologists Cheap as well. Cheap and no one cares that you kill them. Right? <laughs> Hammer, true. bam. <laughs> um, they did Good a stress test relief. And they proved <laughs> that rats can still distinguish other rats by smell or just distinguish other smells even when you change the diet drastically. So it is based on that basic genetic makeup of the individual that determines, you know, what you smell like. And I only realized this recently when I was out with my, my housemate and I was like, oh, you're, um, we were talking about like... Um, Do you know his smell? Well, I, I realized I did. I smelled his jacket and I was like, that is such a Nick smell. Like it smells like his room so bad. And then I realized that my room has a smell and my house has a smell. Like, you know, yeah. like those different smells. And it just... I never really thought about why or how it came to be that way. Like, even in the same family, we mm. had different smells in different rooms, so. No, I think it's just genetic yeah. genetic hormones. Yeah. Well, there you and go. And then a mix of bacteria, hmm. which totally depends on your lifestyle. So it's, that will, so like what you eat will impact what bacteria yeah. you have in your gut, for example. Mm. So they're doing gut transplants with obese people, with skinny people bacteria, to try and help them lose weight. And oh. it's been quite successful. Really? Well, not so much in humans, but they've definitely done studies in rats and mice. How do they transfer that? Do they just like get a... They get samples. So there's yeah. Like huge... a giant needle into the stomach or, or just a swab no, or something? No, I think or... you could probably just go up and take some samples. Yeah. Or they um, do they do fecal I, transfer. I like that. Yeah, there's yeah. emotion there. Yeah. The listeners like, won't the get that. Go up. And it was it kind of like very a, like polite about it. It was like, like a little squiggle as yeah. well, like through the intestines. Yes. And oh, here we are. And then... They do, they do fecal transfers for, to treat... Yeah. Parasitic diseases. But anyway, this is an interesting test. Well, I, I was going to say, I watched a video recently which talked about the fact that the amount of energy expenditure of humans, most of it is just from general metabolic processes. So just you living takes up like 60% of you, your energy expenditure. Your brain well, yeah, takes up huge, huge amount. amounts. 10% was eating, like the process of digestion. And 30%, up to 30% max, was actually physical activity. So that was kind of a proof of why, you know, if you want to lose weight, feel like running and physical activity, sure, it can help, but only up to 30%. What you really need to do is reduce your energy intake, as in eat less, which is why they say, you know, when you do working out, when you work out and stuff, you know, um, muscles, you know, you gain, um, you, you gain a six pack in the kitchen, not in the gym, because mm. that's when you lose all your Yeah, because it's more about uh, body fat, yeah. Yeah. What I found is interesting, only up to 30% of your energy expenditure was because of physical activity. Yeah, so you that's why baseline, it's like 40, 12, average 1,400 calories per person. Mm -hmm. If you just eat that, you would literally mm. stay exactly so if, if you lay in bed all day, every day, you would actually not gain or lose weight. There you go. Because you're approximately that many calories. That's how much you need to just live. Just, just to live, just for your brain to function, for your blood to keep pumping. So what would you say then about like all these different like paleo and you know low carb to be bullshit, absolute aren't rubbish all of it mm. so just everything in moderation yeah carbs are good for you so wait, proteins e good everything for you. in moderation because we've talked about this before and then, does that include cocaine because <laughs> if so yeah <laughs> wait what <laughs> you heard it here folks <laughs> she's <laughs> a scientist <laughs> she's vouched it take drugs <laughs> that's all the info I need <laughs> you take off the headphones <laughs> yes. pull out a line Neck credit card. <laughs> Here's one I prepared earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard that waiting the entire time? <laughs> Always be ready, man. <laughs>